Yeah, uh, I'm Paul Hoti, uh, born and raised in Edmonton, uh, been here for almost 40 years and uh, IT project manager for the last decade plus, almost 15, 16 years. Uh, work takes me all over the place right now, traveling out to California and stuff. Um, got a big interest in, uh, in Muay Thai and health and men's health and fitness specifically. And uh, those are kind of my hobbies outside of work. And I, I got a five-year-old kid, so. Cool. Yeah. All, right. All right. I guess I'm next. Uh, yeah. My name is Mook. And uh, yeah, I, I guess uh, it's going to be tough to give myself a title, but I guess I can say I'm a sports consultant. So I kind of uh, work around a lot with uh, managing athletes, um, trying to get them on teams, and a lot of uh, aspect of marketing for, the, um, for athletes on social media. So there's that. Born and raised in Edmonton, Alberta, 29 years old. Uh, interest wise, I guess, um, I've been always involved with, in some sort of way, experimenting on how to improve my health and staying active. So I guess I would say is like trying to get into more, get into boxing. Uh, I've done Spartan races. So continuing on doing that and yeah, just keep, keep on experimenting. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Um, Hey everybody. My name is Amrit. Um, Born here, uh, wasn't raised here though. Uh, <laughs> moved to India for ten years. Uh, it was an interesting journey, but uh, it was a it was a joyful journey. You know, learned a lot by myself. Um, had a huge impact on my upbringing, understanding of life. Uh, it brought me to this place called Edmonton back again in two thousand six. Uh, got my accounting background, uh, did my degree. Wanted to pursue a CPA, but then decided I didn't want to do a ninety-five job, so I dropped out, <laughs> and then I uh, ventured off into uh, helping my dad uh, grow his uh, franchising business, and that was my first ever uh, purchase. Uh, got into Pizza Seventy Three. Everybody knows that by now. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, always had that ambition to venture off and um, start my own business with my dad, build something that we can be you know proud of, and you know venture off into a different stream, uh, which wasn't the norm in our family. So. Um, other than that, everybody knows me. I'm a huge LeBron fan. Uh, love rap music. I uh, love sports. Any type of sports. So, yeah, yeah, it's a little bit about me. All right, all right. Um, and I think one of the reasons that we want to have uh, have started this podcast is uh, it's kind of talking about what's kind of affecting um, our community um, culturally uh, and from from a religious standpoint too, as, as well. But as well as specific to men, um, men's health and fitness and sports. Um, seeing how technology has affected us as well and uh, any interesting brown men um, in modern society in Western Canada and like in and seeing how much of a, of a bubble it is versus what life is like for um, men and cultures and in, in Punjabi culture back in India versus Europe. And so I think this is a good opportunity for us to kind of speak our minds, tell our, our side of the how we things think things could be better or, or potentially how things are good. And, mm-hmm. and, and what, what the viewpoint on those topics are. So I think that's kind of a short intro into what we're looking to speak to. Yeah. Um, you know, even if, if we're talking about today, you know, we, we spent the last week or two using chat GPT yeah. to kind of figure out what we're going to name our podcast. Yeah. And I'll tell you this, technology is amazing, right? Like we, we got good stuff out there. We do. But, but if you think about it, how would you have used that, you know, a couple of years ago? Would it have existed? Oh, yeah. And how much it would it have affected, like, what would it have changed? Like yeah. you, you might have been having essays wrote in uh, on in university for years, yeah, right? Yeah. I, I would have probably have done like my my t- half my work as project manager. I, I'm now don't do as much on hands on work, but yeah. but I would have got a lot of stuff done. Oh yeah. Instead of ha- having to hire a technical resource to do some of that stuff. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, and, and I think it's important. I think it's important to have like this understanding of, you know, all walks of life. You know, sometimes we're harsh on our parents. Um, we don't understand, you know, we're all imperfect. We were speaking about this before, but yeah. we're all imperfect in our walks of life. But we are so easily to judge to a conclusion, oh, my parents are this way. They're holding me back. We never have that complete understanding of, okay, let me take a step back and understand their life. Uh, for me, like growing up in India, it helped me with that. Yeah. I, I seen it with my own eyes, the struggles they've been through. And how hard it is to make it out there. It's not easy to make, it's not easy to move a whole different continent, not having much money in your pocket yeah. and raising a perfect life for you. And when we have that, when we have that understanding, we can be at peace of mind with the journey that we have with our parents. You know what? They're imperfect. We got to understand. We got to fill in the gaps that they're unaware of and help them along that journey. Just because they're way older than you, that doesn't mean you can, you can't, you know, help them through that journey. So yeah, and I agree with you. And I, and I think part of that, like, is again, understand the sacrifices they put up with. Yeah. Or, and, and they did. You got to remember this, man. They left all their homies, their friends, their schooling, their education, their whatever there was, and picked up and moved. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you this. And, and, and like, I'm on the process of I'm picking up and moving to California at the end of the year. Yeah. And I'm in the process Crazy. of that. And, you know, <laughs> it's exciting. It's a risk. But a part of it's sad, too. And a part of it's bittersweet oh, because okay. you're like, you're leaving behind a lot of the things that you don't know if you'll ever see again. And you might, and you'll visit, and like at least, at least in North America, like, and but for them, they like, they, like they they cut off all that stuff, and for them, even visiting wasn't an option for a long time because yeah. they, they didn't, didn't have, the, have money. the money. Yeah, exactly. So, so we're blessed. Um, but remember these things, right? because like, when's the last thing? You know, how, how often do we get frustrated with our parents when we're like, they're like, oh, show us how to send a text message, or like, can you book the ticket yeah. for me to like to Vancouver, <laughs> or can you do this? And like, to be honest with you, I, there used to be a time where I, I might've gotten a little bit frustrated or might've got like, but now I, I honestly, anytime like either my mom asks me to do something or my father-in-law or my mother-in-law, they'll be like, check this out. We can check pricing for this. I, I honestly, I'm, I'm always like, no problem. I'm happy yeah. to do it mm-hmm. because you got to remember, look at all the things that they gave up to do for you. Yeah. And now if you got to spend five or 10 minutes out of your day, it's awesome. And like, dude, like I, I, I lost my, my pops a few years back, but Man, I would what I wouldn't give for him to call me up and be like, dude, can you do this for me now? Yeah. Right. So remember, we only recognize things as um as 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 we as we notice as they diminish or disappear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we are having appreciation for it. But why can't we do it beforehand? Yeah, yeah. No, no, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah, I think yeah, I, I mean, uh, I think it's just in the moment that there's just so much that we take for granted. Yeah, I think it's just when, when you're when you're young, you just don't under, have a good understanding that we're so stuck in this bubble of, you know, that our parents are against us, that we have these sort of restrictions, you know, and this, and then eventually, or at least as we get older, then we kind of appreciate like, oh, you know, our parents went through all this stuff, and we yeah. have this freedom to do, you know, if you want to open up a business or something like that, we want to do all this stuff, and then eventually, like, then your parents to have a good understanding, like, okay, my kid's doing this. And then yep. the, your parents start questioning and you start having an understanding like, okay, this is how life should be. You, you should be able to enjoy it. Work hard, of course, but also have a life to enjoy it too where you can travel and do all the stuff. Right? So, yeah, man. My, like, I think my, like, one of my pops was um, when he was passed away in his last few weeks before he passed, he, his biggest regret. And so this is, this is a typical Punjabi guy, man. He was like, when I hit 65, I'm going to retire yeah. and I'm going to spend half the year in India and half the year here. Yeah. And then I'm going to do things. Got sick at 65. So he never got to do that. But then his biggest regret, and if you and he looked back at it, it was like, I wish instead of all those decades and years that I didn't travel and didn't do things, because I wish I had just forget the 65 and the five or 10 or 15 years of my retirement that I was going to do. Yep. I should have just taken that 
a couple of weeks here, a couple of weeks there, and spent more time seeing more of the world. I know. That, like, literally was what he said the, like, the last few weeks that he was alive. That, yeah. that was his number one regret. And imagine, like, imagine hearing that. Like, for me, I, I felt bittersweet about it because I'd been telling him for years. years just, yeah. man, just let, take let a let week go. off. Go to Mexico. To go check it out. Go do let something. Go. Yeah. And you know, I'm like, you don't need to, like, not go on vacation for two, three years, yeah. work 60, 70 hours a week, yeah. and then go to India for a month. Yeah. That was vacation for <laughs> that him. That was a vacation. That's what he did. Yeah. Every two, three years, he'd go on. Like, and my dad, in the, in the 35, 40 years he worked as welder at this one place, he didn't have a single sick day. He had like like some sort of crazy record of not having a single sick day. That's intense. And that's and what do you and at the point he got sick. What do you what reward? He left the day that he got sick and they like left work. There was no reward to be like, hey, homie, you got you did 35, 40 years of this. Here, thank you. Congratulations. Here's an extra 10 grand or something. No. Yeah. You got sick and we had to fight for the like the insurance money to like cover like while he's like going to the hospital. Yeah. Like no, that, and that's the thing, though. I think what we have now with yeah. the ability with podcasts, with social media, we have this ability to change people's perspective and mindset on this whole narrative of, you know, what really kind of kills our society or even our community in general, you know. And having this, it really opens their eyes. The stuff that's normalized in their lifestyle when they grew up, guess what? It, it changed. But, wow. but for them, it's hard to grasp that understanding. Yeah. And let go of their norms and understand this is the new norm now, oh. and be like, "How do you know?" <laughs> yeah. And they have this mentality, and which is rightfully so. Yeah. They have they have the right to ask those questions, and we should have the ability to talk to them, as you said, be like, "Okay, this is what it is that this is or mom or whatever it may be, whatever the context is." And we have this great ability to do so with the podcast and everything because now we make fun of a lot of people, like, "Oh, let's take in other communities." Man, look at them. They, they go on weekends every week. Yeah. Uh, they want to enjoy their um, weekends, go on vacations, do this and do that. And be like, man, they're not even saving money. Yeah. Why is that a bad thing? What do you want to do with a million dollars when you're 70 years old and you're yeah. sick? True. Yeah. What's true, true. the point? 100%. And you know, there was a lot. And you've got no memories. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, it's, it's not about the big house. It's, it's not, not about the flashy car. No, and it's yeah. not about the big bank balance or the nice clothes that you wear. It is about making memories. Yep. And okay? that's what's killing that our community. That is absolutely everything. Yep. And so I, I would give up a lot of other things to just make more memories. I, that's what I, I tell my wife all the time, man. I'm like, get rid of this. Get rid of that. You don't need to, we don't need to have these payments for these things because it'll give us an opportunity to do more. Yep. And like for us, it's like this, this move to California is a bit of a reset too, man. Like yep. you get an opportunity to reset our lifestyle and make a decision. Do we need to have a big house? Because we do. And guess what? We only use one quarter of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One quarter of it. One quarter of the house gets used. Yeah. And we have a cleaning lady that comes in to clean it. <laughs> because the other part's collecting dust. Yeah. Because it's not being used. Yeah. That's yeah, true. So it's crazy, right? Like, and it just makes you think, it makes you reevaluate what you really want. And I'm glad because I'm like, I'm I'm I turned 40 now. And like I get to reset. Like a lot of people will spend the 30s saving up to then do the big house in their 40s. Really and true. and I did it a little earlier than most. Great. But should I have? Was it a good idea? Yeah. Did I did I become how like did I dump a lot of money into being house poor and like not having money to do other things? Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. But it's at least is the fact that you actually you know you bought the house you made, you came but, to realization. But right? does do do we all need to do that just to learn it? True. Yeah. True. True. Yeah. True. No, it's like right? you do need that to get that self validation that made it in life. It's like you know I heard this line in a rap music. It was it was it was said by I think it was Dave. He said. 
having all the money and everything is nice and all, but if you don't have the people around you, it's like sitting in a clashing, yeah. In, yeah. sitting in the first class in yeah. a crashing plane. Yeah. True. So what are you working towards? Yeah. No, but like, but like that's yeah. it. Like, cause the plane is eventually going to crash. Like you are eventually going to go out. It is. True. And like, you're only what you think you're going to like, you think you're going to get remembered because you, you had the, you drove a Ferrari or, or you had a big house. You think that's what you're going to get remembered. You're not going to be remembered for those things. Yeah. Nobody's going to remember that. Yeah. Yeah, no you're going to be remembered for what you like, the memories you shared with other people, the things that you did um, to help the community, the things that you like. And so this is like, this is overarching arts where we've kind of, um, us as, as men and, um, and it's great because in our culture, we're always like, oh, you know, made up, but like, he's unique. He's so great. He's so special. And we yeah. have this fundamental belief. And it's great. It's good to be thinking that way. Yeah, it is. But we've pushed it so far that we have this expectation that we should be absolutely everything and not give anything. And like this mm-hmm. notion of, and we've forgotten, like, like if you go back to our cultural and faith beliefs, like you got to give back. Like the, the real purpose of life isn't um, your career. Your real purpose in life is is having like the career is great and having money is great. And without money, you can't do a lot of things that you want to do. Yeah. But but the real purpose is finding like-minded people and building camaraderie and building a community and having the notion that you actually I mean, give back man, and help yeah. other people. Like I, I think one of the things that we've struggled with in the longest time in our community and 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 now is especially is we're all like there's people that are like I'm always willing to give somebody a hand and, and the ladder, bring them up. Yeah. But there's a lot of people that will won't want to bring you up because they don't want you to surpass them on the ladder. Yeah, and and that's specific. I see that specific. I I've not, I don't see it in a lot of other communities, but specifically in ours, man. Like there's a lot of times that people they'll help you as long as you're going to be at their level at their or level. below. But as soon as you're about to go above, they don't above, want that. Yeah. And I the fundamental the way my dad said it was like, hey, you know what? You never like you give somebody a hand up. Yeah. Guess what? Five, 10, 15 years in a row. It maybe it's not you. Maybe it's your kid. Maybe it's your nephew. Maybe it's your niece. It's maybe it's somebody. But they'll give someone else a hand up, yep. mm-hmm. and that's the way it works. So and it's beautiful, man. And it, it does that, that. That if you look back to the community and like we look back like 20, 30 years ago, that's what people did. Yep. Yeah, my dad. My dad brought 50, 60 people from India over here, like yeah. between my mom's family, like her brothers or sisters, his in laws, yeah. like and 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 like whatever money he cost, he spent thousands of dollars on this all the time on lawyers fees and yep. doing this other stuff he housed like i had a couple of cousins that lived with us for a couple of years growing up our house was always like the there was people coming in and going man we had people living with us all the time and like if someone like you're like auntie uncle and like yeah. it's great and like it's and it's nice too but like i i know some other people that go through the same stuff and they're always like man our house is like always like the landing ground for everybody yeah and you and man, like because i we were just we were just in Toronto for a wedding and my cut my uh, my mama there he's yeah. like his like niece his nephews he like brings everybody and helps them out and like and my cousin he, and he's like uh, i think he's like 30 and we went out with him one night and he was just like man my house is always just like this like like it's just like this landing ground for all these like yeah. you know like student visa guys and stuff and like and it's great that he's doing this but like yeah. i think like as a family you kind of forget that like it takes a part of you away yeah, like right it's it's your home family life and like so i do recognize like there was a point in time that i didn't get as much of my dad mm-hmm. because he was so busy either working to bring other people here because he had this he had this commitment that i was like i'm not fulfilled until like my brother and my sister they're in canada too and their yeah. kids are here and all this other stuff. We we don't necessarily do that anymore. Mm. But should we? And like, yeah. do we feel that way? Yeah, no, that's the thing though, too. I feel like a lot of people don't have the attitude, you know, understanding about attitude for having gratitude, humility, and understanding what that means. 
everybody speaks on it, right? But as you as you spoke to before, what are we working towards? If our ultimate goal is not to help others, which was years back in our communities, if you look back, the main mm-hmm. thing that that held us together mm-hmm. as in our in our community was that tight knit community we had oh. and the camaraderie we had. Mm-hmm. Now you look at it. We're putting down people. Oh, he got this car. Nah, it must be drug money. <laughs> hey, yeah. hey, hey. He, he got this chain out. No, yeah. So we have this such a bad attitude about seeing people doing good and tearing them down. And it makes no sense to have that. Yeah. Why, why do we have to forego a cost at literally talking shit to someone that you yeah. don't even know? Yeah, no. Yeah. And, and a part of it really is like, oh, dude, man, I'll tell you about like, my father-in-law. Constantly, man, anytime you tell him somebody got something like a Mercedes or like a BMW or anything, it's like drug bitch. Like, yeah. <laughs> like he's yeah. selling drugs 100%. And I remember uh, my brother got out like a C63. And my brother's the straightest, narrow dude. Like he's a store manager at a Home Depot, man. He's like cut, like he's he's like that Siddha Sada yeah. vanilla dude. Um, will never do anything wrong. Like uh, everything's got to be like by the book. Yeah. And uh, and he got the C63 AMG. And, like, and, uh, and my wife told her dad, and he's like, be selling drugs <laughs> hey it's like that though yeah. i'll tell you it's crazy. yeah and, and but the funny thing is like it's gotten to the point now where like i don't, like like the thing is it's changed our community's changed right yep. um people yeah. are more willing to take uh it, it, instead of spending i uh, dropping a hundred thousand dollars down on their mortgage to drop the mortgage down they'll spend 100 g's on a car, car yeah yep. and or or they're willing to take like a two thousand dollar a month payment because yeah. they're they're making six seven grand a month they're like they're happy they're like, oh, it doesn't matter if it's half my money mm-hmm. because a, they're either living a free at home mm-hmm. or or they've like, you know, their roommates or whatever. Like, and like, so we're more willing to take on debt. There was a previous generation yep. that would, like our, my yeah. parents' generation would hated debt. They, yeah, they yeah. don't want to take on payments. No, nope, never. They're so fearsome of it. They're, anytime they signed a piece of paper, they're like, read it. You remember, remember that? You'd be sitting <laughs> yeah, at the right bank up. or you'd be, you'd be at the bank or the <laughs> finance place <laughs> and you're like, holy shit, we're here for an hour. I walk in when I'm like signing something for some documents or mortgage paper, I'm like, in and out, yeah, five yeah. minutes. I just signed like a million dollar mortgage and I'm like, all right, see you guys later. Yeah. <laughs> hey, they got everything memorized from yeah. the page. When oh, the payment yeah. is, when the next one, and yeah. how much interest, everything. Yeah. They're so detail oriented. Yeah. It's, but, you know, that kind of goes back to the point where they had so much struggle to get here. Yeah, true. They can't afford to go back to that place. Yeah. yeah. Now there's kids involved. Your yeah. brother, there's people relying on you, right? But sacrifice like, a lot. Yeah, but mind you, like a lot from our generation now, like if you really want to make it, or even if you're lazy, yeah. you can still find yourself a, a 60, 75K job <laughs> yeah. or 80K job, work at the government, do your yeah. nine to five, and you'll be okay. Yeah. And you can have it, but you have a pretty good life. That didn't exist 20, 30 years ago. Never. The, 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 the jobs were like eight, nine bucks an hour, like 10 oh, bucks an hour. Like yeah. you didn't have the opportunities that we <laughs> do now. Yeah. So, you, so I, I think there's things that, changed significantly and i think there's a great opportunity now like but that's a part of it like i think we've also like because we were so busy struggling so busy doing all these things we forgot like i remember like my dad always spent every sunday at the god always and and every sunday that he went he didn't just sit upstairs he went downstairs and did some seva every sunday and he always taught me so like i literally every time like until i got married until i was 27 i used to go every sunday with him and so part of it was always doing seva and, and, and even if it's just doing, you know, bratang roti or doing the water or washing dishes, it was something, something, yeah. something, something that something you're doing for someone else and get nothing in return. Yeah. And you ask yourself now in a week, how often do you do something like that? Ask anybody that you know at your age. Never. <laughs> ask people my age. I'll tell you the same thing. Never. Yeah. Haven't you been to one? No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right? yeah like, like, I've been to the, I've gone in the last month or two now. And like, and I, and, and I, I haven't done any seva, but like I've gone. <laughs> 
but but I think like and and it's it's but always, that's out of guilt. Well, it's not but for me. It's not out of guilt. I actually I do enjoy though, doing it. Like Magani. Yeah, and that's not for me, man. No, I like one. But yeah. no, yeah. that is out there. Yeah. Genuinely has no meaning. I went there, told my mom, my dad, they feel good about it. Yeah. Okay, but like for me, it's always been like I always found I found a sense of like every Sunday when I went, I didn't like, and it took me a long time. Like, I've, I'm fluent in Punjabi, but like so, what sometimes what the Gendi are saying, like they either speak too fast yeah. or they're yeah. or speaking to like or they're they're speaking like more difficult words. Yeah. So it took me a long time to learn, mm-hmm. and then now I'm at the point where now like it like if I'm actually following along and listening. It brings me peace. Yeah, it makes yeah. me feel more calm. Yeah, like yeah. it's kind of like going to yoga, and you know, yeah, she's 100%. always like, you know, the, you know that downward dog, and she's telling you to like breathe. <laughs> and I'm like, Yo, you want me to breathe a downward dog? Come on, man. No, and it, it just, it just, it's a, it's a, it's a sense of tranquility. And yeah, and even before up. that, for me, it was like I would sit there and I'd be there for the hour, and we'd be sit upstairs before we go down, and it was an opportunity to um, reallocate my plan for the next week and yeah. what I'd been through my experiences. So like it might have and, and it might not have been the right purpose, but I think it still brings purpose to you mm-hmm. is that it brought peace to me. Yep, exactly. And that's like faith. And like and if you look at it like Sikhism, it's not about um, specific mandatory things. It's yeah. about being a better human being that does things for the community. Yeah. You don't. Yep. And it doesn't necessarily mean you have to go to the Godwara every Sunday. You don't. Yeah. Your Godwara could be it's going a, to the food bank and yeah. donating or helping or doing something. Yeah. Or, or helping out the kids in the neighborhood or we're yep. volunteering with the soccer community or like doing something that brings like it brings meaningness yep. to and that it's just seva right exactly. save like the way you get closer to fulfillment mm-hmm. is to do things that don't aren't required of you yep. aren't asked of you yep. yeah when you're going out of your way to do these things and like and that there's a, a, a utmost joy and and um and a thing that you can't associate like I, I remember this all the time. Like I was, I, I, and I struggle with this because I think maybe it's a personality shift. Too. I like helping people, mm-hmm. but I the shitty do. part is when you always help people, and you don't, um, and you don't feel either, either, Value. and you, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. You, there's no, you're not. Ex, there's no expectation of something in return. But sure, the expectation yeah. is, mm-hmm. is to be at least appreciated, yeah, or, or, or have a sense of loyalty from those people. Yep. Mm-hmm. Something, but, yeah. but again, I, you're putting your expectations on someone else, and it yeah. took me, it took me. I'm 40 now. Guess what? I finally learned it. I learned that I should be able to give stuff to other people, do things for others, and not receive. Yeah, and it's just tough. Oh, dude, it's so tough. It's and so like, think yeah. think about this way. Like, I used to live for the longest time, and I'd take homies out, go out for dinners, pay the cactus bill, do all this yeah. other stuff, and and like, I'll be the first one to like throw a punch if somebody's about to get in a fight, yeah. and and then, dude, it's like somebody's about to throw a punch at me, and like. Everyone dispersed. We're there, right? <laughs> and like, and so there's an expectation of like unbiased, un like unacquitted loyalty. Yeah. And unfortunately, we haven't raised men to be that way anymore. Yeah. We haven't. We Guys, the bros aren't bros anymore. There yeah. are some. Don't get me wrong. There are some, but for the most part, in our community, there's disconnected. Yeah, it's it's very disconnected, and yeah. it's very much of like, well, what's in it for me? Or what do I get out of it? And then, and then in that relationship, once once they've like it's soured or it's become, there's no like, hey man, I'm connected with this person for life. I'm gonna stand by this man, yeah. and no matter through the thick and thin, through the downfalls and ups, and and we'll be okay, yeah. and it's okay because we don't. And this is the thing, I'm 40, and I've to, <laughs> and I told you guys this like the other day when we were having coffee. Yeah, you guys are like in your late 20s. You guys will probably have two more different groups of friends by the time you're 40. Yeah, yeah. Which is and and which is which is 
Which, if somebody had told me that in my late 20s, yeah. I'd no have been chance. like, no chance. No chance, man. I'm like, we can be brothers for life. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, like, and sad as that to say is, yeah. it's, it's meant to be. And a part of that is, like, and you might hold on to some people, but like, it's, as people exit, it gives you opportunity to meet other people. people. Exactly. And it gives you opportunity to have new beginnings. And guess what? It builds you as a human being. Yep, exactly. Right? Because yep. when, as long, when you hold on to old people, you hold on to old habits. Old yep. habits. And old habits don't disappear on you until you change. Mm-hmm. And you're not changing because guess what? Homie's not changing. Homie's not changing. <laughs> and, and, and that all, like, you know, and I used to always like, and I used to always say this, and I said this to my wife all the time, and I'm like, I, I'm not who I am. Or who I, like, it, uh, my reflection shouldn't be the reflection of what people are around me. But yep. guess what? It is. It is. Yeah. It yeah. is and it's, and it's, it, it is in society. Mm-hmm. It is for a lot of people. Um, and, and unfortunately, like you'll, to be honest with you, like maybe you're not a hundred percent of what guys around you are, but you're gonna, like, they're gonna rub off on you. Maybe there'll be at least 15, 20%, yeah. right? Like there's got, like, there's gotta be some commonality. And if there's not, then what are you guys doing together anyways? Yeah. Right? Like there's, there's something there, right? Yeah. And like, you've noticed it. Like if you, as you're growing up, there's always like a couple of homies that like, these are like, they don't rub you the right way. Or like, you know, like I, I, I always had like, I had this one guy I always knew like, and I was like, greatest dude, sweetheart. I was always high. It was always smoking to do. <laughs> always high. World. And like, I'd have a conversation with him and like, he wouldn't even remember the conversation or like, he wouldn't really participate in the conversation. So yeah. it just got to a point where it's like, man, I'm like, I can't hang out with this guy anymore. Yeah. yeah. And like, I don't smoke weed. And like, I'm the guy's super high all the time. <laughs> and like, and this is like when we were like, I, we were back like, like early twenties. And so I was like, yeah. man, and I talk to him now and yeah. God, man, he's spaced out. <laughs> he's like, he's still living back there. Yeah. But like, but that's what I mean. Like there was, there's always somebody that, you know, you know, inherently inside, even though you don't want to do it because it's yeah. love, mm-hmm. you got to drop. Yeah. And, um, and that's what I'm telling you. Like, and eventually maybe like, maybe I am, maybe I became the guy that people wanted to drop. But, like that happens. Yeah. Right. And like, and it's being able to recognize that and, and, and say, okay, that's okay. I'm okay with it. Do, being that like we don't we as a culture or as, as east indian brown punjabi men being at peace isn't a conversation we have oh yeah. we don't talk about that no we talk about we're warriors and we're we're we are, we're gonna do this or yeah. like this like it's, it's always this aggressive nature and stuff but to be honest with you we're not necessarily warriors we're defenders and we're supposed to be defending people and doing yeah. the right things to help others yeah that's that's what we are yeah and I believe, like, in our culture as well, like, overall, like, we represent a big, like, Asian culture. Like, if you look at the overall, mm. it's very similar. Even in, mm. in, in Europe, oh, yeah. you know, it's yeah. very similar to how the upbringing of our, our, you know, our, our upbringing back home in Punjab or whatever, maybe even now. Yeah. The main thing that's been lost is the art of conversation. 100%. And the amount of time I have seen in our communities yeah. without sitting and understanding, conversating where that person's coming from. Everybody wants to throw hands. 100%. Everybody wants to jump to conclusion before even understanding what that person's life's been. Yeah. Is it that hard to reach out to the person and be like, you know what, let me not jump to a conclusion. Let me understand why he thought this way or his actions were. Have an understanding. But if it's just outrush, right, have that ability to step away. Be like, okay, I don't want to associate myself with that. But don't go just based judging off that particular action that person did. And be like, okay, that's that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. But we don't have the art of com- the art of conversation anymore because no. well, why is it? I, I, right? well, like, but a lot of it is too. Like part of it is that like we also don't get to know people as much anymore. Yeah. We form yeah. a we form a uh, inherent bias. 
be, well, so-and-so told me this about this one. Yeah. And so then you walk into a conversation, you're already thinking something of something. And it based knows. on based on one interaction or based on their Instagram <laughs> profile or their Twitter yeah. comments yeah. or like something. Crazy. And like and half the time when you meet people that you've like seen on social media, they're like completely different they're, in person. Yeah, they're like they're, not, even, they're, they're not that person. Yeah, they're not. They're not. And so and so you gotta remember that. And like I think part of it is just really like it's it's being able to get rid of that bias. And like, and I'll, I'll say to you, man. I don't think as human beings, we were designed to be in big cities, um, uh, subtracted from community. Um, like, like it's funny. If you're in a big city, you shouldn't feel lonely in a big city. But again, mm-hmm. being in a big city is more lonely than being in a village. Village, 100%. Because we've lost the capacity to have community conversations. Yep. We don't have community. Like, you know what I miss about my dad the most? I miss that older man conversation. Yeah, and yeah. that's what I miss. Right? And like, if I was in a, like, I was back in the bend. I'd have my tai, chache, my uncles and stuff like that. Have the older man conversation mm-hmm. because yeah. there is is a perceived guiding light to that. And it's and there's a beauty to it. Like I, I think there's a point in our 20s and, and stuff that we don't appreciate that as much. But when you get a little bit older, you look at it and you recognize that there's there's something to the words that they've said that will inherently bring you to a better decision or a more peaceful decision or yeah. or just make you feel better. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like every time, no, and, it, and it's a beauty to it, and like, and it's it's even if like even even like, and it doesn't have to be people you know either, right? Like, there's just this feeling of calmness, and I, I think it's, I think it's unique to our culture and maybe even our faith, where you have this, there's this bond. Like, maybe you see a Punjabi person, you always do that, like the Punjabi, the, the head yeah. nod, the head yeah. nod, right? And it's and it's funny because like uh, we were all, I was out for a walk um, with the family the other night, and there was a, a senior Aparnabanda. Um, uh, He's in a wheelchair and there's somebody pushing him in the wheelchair. And as we're walking by, my son's Robert, he's like, uh, yeah. that guy's face just lit, lit up, up, lit, lit up. up. Yeah. Like, and like it was probably like the highlight of his night. Yeah. And he was just so happy. And he said, Sasuka back and like he smiled at me. Yo, I said, Sasuka yeah. to him too. And like, I remember as a kid, my dad had always told us, you see somebody in our community because there, there wasn't many of us. Yeah. You always say hello. Oh, yeah. You always say hello. Yeah. And like, I feel like a part of that, like our generation, in the generation now, it's lost. Yeah, we yeah, don't, we we don't say hello to everybody that we see because we're like, we avoid the contact. We avoid that stuff. And it's funny because like, um, there's, there's a couple of uh, new people from India in our community. And, uh, and one of them, their, their daughter was in the same uh, kindergarten as my, as my son. Yeah. And my mom was talking to the, there's a BB there. And my mom was talking to her and she's like, she's like, nobody says hello here. And like when she goes, <laughs> yeah. we go for walks. Yeah. People don't say hello. Around, yeah. yeah. And nobody does. And she's like, and she's like, man, you're the first one to like say something to me. Yeah. And my mom does. Cause that's yeah. just how we were raised. You're like, you see like a opera banda. It doesn't matter if they're Sikh or they're Punjabi, they're Hindu, whoever it is, yeah. or even Muslim. Like yeah. you, you say matter. like, hello. Yeah. And we just do because there's, there's, there's so few of us. And there's still like, comparatively, <laughs> there's way more now, yeah, yeah, way more now. But the camaraderie is not there, and it you should be. And there's a re- like this is the other thing. You ever noticed? Um, you ever notice when it's it's somebody in a community or somebody you know, or like or somebody close to you, you go like this. Yeah. But when it's somebody you don't know, you go like this. I heard about that. You know that? I heard about. You know that, that right? <laughs> and they say it's a genetic thing. Like it's it's like subconsciously in us because you're you're when it's somebody you know and somebody you trust, you're more willing to expose your neck. So you yeah, trust yeah, them. Yeah. Right. And That's when true. it's somebody you don't know, you and you just go the down nod. Right, because you don't trust them, you don't trust have that. Yeah, which is which I like, and I didn't like. So the last couple of weeks, I've been noting it when I do it. Interesting. And yeah. and it's right, like when it's a Punjabi Aparnabanda or somebody I know, I'm almost doing this. Yeah. When it's somebody I don't know, and they're just like, "Hey, what's up?" I'm yeah. always like, <laughs> and it's just, 
it, yeah. I don't know if it's subconscious or conscious, but like I noticed it for the once. Yeah. 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 I, I think it's, there, there are a lot of, um, like how you're saying there's like, we don't greet each other anymore. Right. And it kind of evolved even more to the point where we were talking in a conversation we had earlier, right? It's just how we're kind of against each other. And usually um, we're not supporting each other. If somebody goes up, you know, you try to bring them down in a sense, right? And I, it's gonna be tough to tough to see where where this kind of goes. But I think I think we just gotta be more open minded in a sense, like you know, just even simple simple like even when I'm at the gym, right? I see up on a two, right? And they kind of just stare and stuff. I'm like, yo, I gotta get this out of this my head that you know it's kind of this kind of like grudge thing. <laughs> yeah. I just always like fist bump out and then fist bump back. Yeah, it's, it's not, not to all that, dude. Dude, you know how often at the gym I'm always I'm because I'm at the gym every day. Um, there's always younger brown guys and they um. And they just, they just want to say yeah, what's up. They just want yeah. to so I, I I'm always like I'm, I I have a, I usually don't talk to people because I try, I'm trying to get in and out. In and out yeah. But I always have a smile on my face. I try to be kind. Yeah. I always do nod at them and I'm like you know like whatever and like they'll like and there's an odd time people have asked me questions or like asked for like how to do something. Yeah. Otherwise I don't go out of my way to do anything. But but there's I think there's a there's an inherent need in our community. People want to connect. Yeah. And I think and I think COVID messed some things up too because it lost a lot of it lost like two, three years of solid being able to connect Yo. with people. Mm. And I think there's a generation now, like all these kids that are like in in high school, junior high, they got they got unplugged for a while. And it's sad, right? Yeah, they got true. unplugged for a while. And like my kid, he didn't know any better, right? He just we just want to kindergarten now. Yeah. So he thought like that was life. Like you just sat at home together all the time. Yeah. So now like, he doesn't know what the reality is of like, <laughs> homie, we go to work. They, they, we can't always be around. Like he doesn't get that stuff. Yeah. Right? But, um, but there's a, there's a beauty to it now that we've got an opportunity and we're on a precipice of, of being able to reconnect with people at a greater level. Yeah. And it, and it's a honing in on it, B making that a priority mm-hmm. and just recognizing that we should do it. Yeah. And it doesn't like, and it's great. And we should do it more in our community, more for the, like the, the Brown guys with us and the, and the younger generation. But we can just holistically do it just from our own community just in itself. Like, man, just connect more with people in the city. Yep, exactly. Man, you have yeah. opportunity. You mm-hmm. I remember, this is a great city. There's a great city. And like I always tell this, this is what the infuriates and frustrates me so much about the city a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. Edmonton is one of the greatest places to live. It's almost one of them. And it also is one of the most difficult places to live. <laughs> yeah. Because we are the biggest small town city like the village mentality yep. right are, everybody are. knows everybody everyone talks everyone's shit yeah and it's difficult to, it's difficult to get away from that yeah. and, it, and it's hard right um i prefer not to do that i prefer not to talk about people but like but there's a great place where you can actually build a network get to know people and you can have a very successful business you can have a successful career and you can get mentored and and there's a whole different walk of life and it's not like it's not like a big city like Toronto. It's not like a big city yeah. like Vancouver. We get washed out where there's there's not the opportunities to meet people unless you're already in a circle. Yeah. Mm. Here you don't have to be. You can be on the outside looking in. And you can get in. Yeah. A lot of those other cities, you're stuck looking on the outside. That's in. true. And you know, also like going back to our community, the thing is, when it comes to solidarity, I don't care. There's no other community like ours. A hundred percent. If you go look at what happened with the farmers protests, even now with the floods and everything, we stand as united as one always. But guess what? But when that phase kind of diffuses away, (laughs) we go about our own life, man. Screw that guy. We love camaraderie for that time being. It just goes away. Why can't we take that same thing, implement it in our daily-to-day life, and have that? Why why is it hard? Like, look at Kalsa Aid. I love Kalsa. I love what they're doing, you know? They have this, it doesn't matter where they, where, where it is, around the world, yeah. Middle East, yeah. India, doesn't matter. They don't, they, they they don't discriminate when people no, need help. No, they do help. good work, they do good work. And guess what? If we take that same understanding wow. 
we implement it into our day to day thing. Guess what? That brings so much joy mm. to oh, yeah. everything yeah. that we do yeah. around us. Wow. And it's crazy to think, right. like, even when I think about it now, I'm like, man, when we do need to get it done, yeah. our community stands up yeah. together, we can get shit done. Yeah. yeah. When the stuff is done, we go our separate ways. Yeah. We are enemies. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see so you tomorrow on the battlefield. So but, like, when I was growing up, that wasn't like, it was, you would rarely see brown on brown issues. Like, right? Like, in high yeah. school, there was very few. Like, it'd be an odd time, like, some brown dude to fight another brown dude. But more often than not, we were, like, always, we all looked out for each other. Like, 100%. Yeah, yeah always. And, like, even if even if you, like, I had, I had beef with this one dude and he had beef with me, but then he had a problem with somebody else and that somebody else had a problem with him, I backed him up. Backed him up. backed him up. Because that was, he was fighting with Gora or somebody else and he had to have his back. Because, you know, it was. But that was it. Or, or we'd be at a bar and it'd be somebody that you don't really like and, like, he had an issue or something happens, you had his back. Yeah. Because it was just, it was just because he was upright. He was one of our yeah. bundas, yeah, right? And there was and there wasn't that many of us. But you would think the notion would be that exponentially we've grown. We yeah. so we should just have a bigger team. Yep. Exactly. But the problem is ego doesn't let you have yeah, a bigger team. Yep. Yeah. And and it's finding ways to let go of the ego. Yeah. Right. Like I like man. I've been there. I've been. I've had the big team. I've had the the, the twenty thirty crew. Entourage, I've yeah. had the whole entourage. <laughs> I've had like the big birthday parties yeah. where like you, you need to like book out half a cactus. Yeah. But guess what? That doesn't last. And it's not oh, it forever. Doesn't. And it's not meant to be. And to be honest with you, half the people that you're probably bringing out, they're probably talking shit behind your back anyways. Oh, they, oh, are. No, they, they are. are. They Actually, are. Actually, they are. Probably 80% are. Yeah, they are. It's not even half. It's 80%. There's probably 20% of those homies that are actually like, right? Yeah. But, but the thing is like, it, it's a, I think if you could at a surface level, back up everybody. Be homies with whoever you want to be with. Man, I got people that nowadays that, I don't speak to anymore, but like if man, we're in the middle of something or something's happening, I'm out of, yeah. I see something happen to them. You think I ain't gonna help that dude out? I help the dude out, hundred percent. Yeah. Even if I don't like the guy, yep. yeah. Because at one point there was something that brought us together. Yep. Yeah. And so that there's a beauty of that, right? Like there's and and for for whatever reason, like if you look at it in our community here, especially in in Edmonton, there is an ability for us to bridge that gap. It's never too late, man. It don't matter what's happened. No, yep. it's mm. never too late. And there's an opportunity to always bridge a gap. I think we we always um, everything is like binary, man. Every, everyone here thinks in zeros and ones, and yep. it's all it's all like it's one or the other. And there's no middle ground. There's no there's no any other Anything, yeah. any other thing, right? That's true. And this and then and the thing is like we're always willing. We always see when we talk about somebody. We always see them. We never see like you, when you, when somebody does something. You know, you know, think about a situation, right? Um, they might do a hundred great things. Yep. But then they do one bad thing or one wrong thing. What are they remembered for? The one that one, one bad, bad thing. One bad thing. Yeah. They forget everything. everything the conversations else. you had. Hundred yeah. percent. You no, they question that without hey. hey no no no. If, if he did that, he's able to do this. They go on this whole little branch hey. and they make it a tree. But, but is that right? Is that the thing we should be doing? But that's when that's when the heart oh. of conversation comes. Yeah. Have that ability to understand the perspective, uh. the POV. But if you don't have the ability to talk, then. Yeah. I think what we've really lost on is 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 being able, finding ways to diminish the ego, yep. put more love into all the things that we do. do. Yep. Like I, and like I'm not even speaking about relationships and friendships. I'm talking about career your wise, work, your yep. career, your business. Anything, when yeah. you start loving what you do, man, and like people always people always at me like I'm always going. I go to the gym. I work out a lot. People are like, man, like you're like so dedicated. That no, man, I just I love it. Yeah, I love going to the gym. I yeah. love doing kickboxing. I love training. 
I don't love dieting. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> I can't wait for the fight right now this week. I don't love dieting. I like to cook. I like good food, man. Right? Like, yeah, and I like yeah. to be. I like to be at the restaurant. I want to be at the yeah. Mission restaurant. I want to do the tasting menu. I want to do those things. It's, there's a love. If I could, if I could tell you the ideal life, it would be to have a group of men that I'm homies with that like are like minded and, and share those same values that we can go travel the world and eat at nice restaurants and have a good time yeah. and, and you know talk over a nice scotch and like have great <laughs> conversations. Yeah. And, um, and, and, and be able to make memories and take my family to like great places and exotic locations and, and travel and yeah, see things and th- that, and, and, and work a job that's fulfilling or work a business that brings, you know, um, not only sense of not sense of purpose yeah. brings financial revenue and yeah. like, and, and it's, it is, you know, and, and it, and it brings you balance. So this is the thing that we always forget. Like, and this is the biggest thing balance like you mm. gotta have balance, balance in life yeah. right you can't have all you mean this is like this is what i've learned through this diet man everything can't be sweets and salts and sugars man like you can't, you can't yeah. it's, just, it's not all good yeah. <laughs> you can't always be eating the steak and the potatoes and yeah. the gravy yeah. sometimes you gotta eat the chicken and the veggies man yeah, yeah. you do you do you do so like it's True. about the balance True. and that's and that's so like if we could theoretically get drop the ego give more love to the things we do and find balance yeah. And you would, you would like attain that, like, that is like that, that like attaining that purpose, becoming more at peace. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's easy to say it. It is. Way I'll say it's way to say it. Oh, I'm easy. 40 and I've finally, I think I'm like, I understand, at that, I understand it. Yep. Yeah. Do I live by it hundred percent? Probably not. Yeah. Do I, can I get better at it? Yes, I can. Okay. And that's the main thing. Yeah. yeah. Having the understanding that you can get better at it and neglecting that, like, nah, it's not for me. Yes, it is for you. Yeah. We got to stop this narrative. It's not for me. Yes. Yeah. Getting better doesn't have to come from but it's a tragic, you know, situation. It doesn't have to come from that. It has to come from your, you know, the inner peace you have. I want to attain that. How do I go about it? And I think the good thing that we have now and having this big community and all that brown ballers and everybody. And the good thing about these community is, guess what? They're pushing this agenda to get out, branch out. Yeah. There's so much more to what we've been taught. Yeah. And guess what? When our parents or people of older generation, they see this, mm. they're like, wait, there is more to There is more to this life. You, you can have a career as a basketball player. You can player. have, you can yeah, have yeah. a career as a hockey player. Yeah. Yeah. Or you can have a career in sports, sports that's yep. not actually on like on the rink or in the court. In the court. Yep. You don't need to be there. Like nope. you, you can have a passion for it and yep. be involved. Well, yeah. And guess and what? And you can make money. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. won't yeah. be poor. Yeah. <laughs> you're not going to be living in their basement yeah, forever. Like a mini. Yeah. 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 But I think you're the biggest fear is that you're going to live in their basement forever. You know that. But I think it's something that we we needed for a very long time because it also gives our parents a perspective like oh there's a lot more to it there's so much more you can do like it also like bridges our community together like you see like a bunch of these players that that are Indian rising or like uh, brown bowlers right a bunch of these guys are from different states for different countries and stuff right and just seeing that helps that helps give kids upcoming kids that want to pursue that right it opens so much doors it gives them perspective like yo like I can play with this kid that's in a different state we can chat it up and like yo let's hit up the basketball court or something but, right? but sports isn't like this other thing sports opens up doors for education as well definitely like you, oh like you can use your athletic capacity and skills to get yourself a college education yeah. or oh, yeah. not spend a dime of your parents money yeah. Oh, yeah. Or, or or student loans yeah 
there's there's a way to do it, man. Definitely, and, and, definitely, like, definitely. and we we as a community, guess 20, 30 years ago, none of us we didn't know that. We, know that. we, we were our parents yeah. didn't have that education. Yeah, so and, they didn't know, and, and nobody told us. Yeah, these they things, didn't know right? anybody. Yeah. Yeah. And and so now there's like I think this is what they like. It's upper hockey, brown ballers. Yep. Kudos to them, man. They, they're actually exposing like putting a shining light on this stuff yep. mm-hmm. and if there's an opportunity like I, it's great they talk about sports and all this other stuff and, and i think they're gonna they'll start talking more about like the opportunities that like young players and stuff can happen because it'll be great to shine more light on around what what can it do for the community like if you take a kid at five put them into all these other areas sports do these things for them what what opportunities do pro sports or amateur sports or athletics have as as a benefit besides the health benefits? Yep. Um, what else can it do? Yeah, no, it and, opens and, so many doors, as you said, because it can also lead into businesses. People are like, how, how is that so? Guess what? You're around that environment, managing team, meeting executives, meeting coaches, this, that. Now, that's a segment that you almost were never around, but now you are. Definitely. Now you have these people around you that are already in there. In that segments of businesses, understanding these things, yeah. these players, how to manage it. Hey, you know what? I like that managerial role. I could see myself doing that. Yeah. Guess what? Now you have a business idea. Yeah. Before it was just like just health, like he's oh he's he's healthy. There's more to it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And now we have that ability to do so and have that pedestal to be like you know what? Understand this, what we're given, and how we use it. That's what we're here for. Creating yeah. that environment where we can have these talks. You know. Yeah. Have the ability, you know, some, it doesn't matter whoever is, maybe someone's struggling out there. Be yeah, like, you know what? Yeah. I can't talk to them. No. I, I know this person. He seems genuine. I can reach out. Yeah. You know, but having that, that is huge. But Definitely. we stray away from it. We, you know, empower the wrong things these days. Like, like BC, like a lot of the places down there, mm-hmm. you know, you know, I don't, I'm not fully like integrated with that community. But mm-hmm. a lot of the news that you do see is tragic, like about the drugs, yeah. about the killings of happening on happening. How mm-hmm. sad is that? How sad it's, it was. Yeah, it sucks, man. It's glorified yeah. almost yeah. to an extent where have these. But there's, nor- things, there's notorious associated with it, and like there's a sense of like a little bit of like, like acceptance around it, man. That's true. Yeah. It, it has some sort of. I think, of I think as a community, we've desensitized, man. We're we super are desensitized. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to that, it's like we have to understand, like that's not what life it is. As you said, life has a purpose. You know, a lot of people make fun of me, man. They're like, "Why are you always smiling?" I'm like, "What am I supposed to do? be sad? Cry? Yeah. What am I supposed to do? Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, yeah. if, if I can provide that sense of, you know what? For the 30 seconds I had a conversation with you, I don't yeah. know, and you forgot about whatever was happening in your life, and you had a smile on your face. Awesome. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, the funny thing is, I remember like there's always this conversation. People are always like. Why is that dude always smile? I used to, I used to have one, one buddy in my crew that always just smiled, always happy. No, there's something wrong with him. There's something wrong with that dude. He's either yeah. on drugs or he's like, he's a, he's a shady bunda. Yeah, something going on there, right? Something wrong. I'll yeah. be honest, there's nothing wrong with that. I, I think um, I think for a long time, we're always, and as a community, we're always like, we're always skeptical. Hmm. And like, if you remember like growing up as a kid, don't you remember your parents always telling you being like, you know, like, Get, you gotta, you gotta be untrustworthy of a situation. You gotta be yeah. untrustworthy of a person. You can't, you can't, you get like, we're never once to be like, you know what, blind trust or like, you know what I mean? Like just being able to like be okay with okay people. With it, yeah. And like, I, I find like, the, I've, operated, I've always operated differently. Like, I've always said, you know what, I'll trust you right off the beginning. Yeah. I, I'm, I feel like I can inherently judge people well. Clearly I've been wrong. I've clearly been <laughs> yeah. wrong with a few people, but, but, but I, inherently, I think I, I think I can judge people well off of, off of meeting them. The and then, and then, if you burn me, you burn me. That's okay. We're done. Yeah. And then, and that's it. Right. 100%. But I'll implicitly give you a hundred percent trust in the beginning. You have to, you can't be afraid. No, yeah. you can't no. be afraid. No, and you gotta, and you gotta be able to, and this is the thing, right? Like we've got a, a cultural generational issues. Like we're, we're, we don't want to put ourselves out there. 
yeah. don't want to open up to people. We don't want to do all these things. And then yet we want everyone else to do it for us. They yeah. want, they should be opening up to us. They should trust us. That's true. And like, we have all these expectations of everybody, but yet we're not willing to put those expectations on ourselves. Yeah. And like, it's hard, man. Like I'll tell you, like even up in the last couple of years, like I had, like I struggle with these things too, because, and it, and it takes time because it's like, you have all these expectations of others, but then you, you're unwilling to ever put yourself in their shoes true. and be like, Hey man, true. like true. what were they thinking when this situation happened? I feel wronged by them. Yep. But what were they thinking? Thinking, yeah. What was because we always say, in our mind, we always see everybody else that's ever wronged us as the villain. Yeah. yeah. But guess what? Yeah, we see them for their you, flaws. You, at one point or another, yeah. you've been the villain in everybody's story. Yep. At one point or another. And I know that too, man. I'm pretty sure I'm yep. at least a villain in at least 20, 30 people's story. 100%. But that's okay. Yeah. Because I don't fundamentally, like, I know inherently I didn't mean to do what I did. And if I did ever wrong them or it went sideways, yeah. it was... Um, it wasn't out of ill intent. It wasn't out of ill intent. It, it yeah. wasn't malicious. No. Yeah. It was either a selfish, self-driving purpose yep. or, or like... Um, and, that's human nature. Yeah, human nature. That's, and, nature. And that's just That is what it is. We're unwilling to always see things until we... Um, and, and like, to be honest, part of the process is peeling the layers of the onion, man. And it sucks, yeah, and especially yeah. when you gotta do it on yourself. Yeah, more you do yeah it, man. The more, right. you, but the more you do it, the more humble you will become, um, yeah. and it'll give you an opportunity to kind of see things. Um, you, you always, you always think your shit don't stink. You always, you always <laughs> think you're the greatest thing. Yeah, true. and then, and then you look, and like, and man, I, I, COVID was a great opportunity for me to kind of like so look perfect. back, yeah. look at my like where I am at, what relationships I have, and what do I need to peel back and and be like, holy shit, what what mistakes did I make? Yep. to land where I'm at. That's not, true. not just what did that dude do or what did that person do to me or you know what I mean? Like, you know, no. what did she do to me or like all these things because you're always like in a relationship, you're like, you know, things go sideways in a relationship. You're getting into arguments, you're having issues. You're like, your first thing is like, oh, what did she, she do? Like, what, what, yeah. like, I, you know, what, Take a step like, back. what caused the problem? Like, yeah. what, why am I so angry about this? Right? But like, yeah. you never like, you know, you like step back and be like, well, what did I do? Yeah. What could I have done better? What could I have done better? Done yeah. better. How could I have been better? Yeah. And and so that's the toughest stuff, man. Those those deeper questions. I mean, those and, <laughs> and that's the thing we never talk about this, but like, dude, man, therapy. Like, we as a community don't want to see therapists. And I'll be like, legit, full disclosure, I've seen yeah. a therapist. Yeah. And I like, and I there's like, no harm in it. No, no, man, dude. Like, None. And people from the outside would have been like, oh, this guy seems like he's completely with it. And he's yeah. like, he's like successful and like on top notch. But there is things in life, and it could be childhood trauma. It could be things you go through and as an adult, there's always things that you got to unpack yep. because yep. you've like packaged it up so quickly. And I'll be like my dad passing away. I probably packaged it up way too quick. Drown that out without call, hanging with the guys yeah, and just yeah. desensitize yourself. Yep. Mm. And there's an opportunity like, and, and this, I think a lot of people go through this and like, this is the thing in our society, in our culture, we don't do a good job of um, talking about death. We don't. When, when's the last time you've ever talked about death or passing or like any of those things? Or, or funeral planning or like any of that stuff which yeah. is weird because my wife's like my wife's family here like my in-laws they've got like their like their whole will done they, they did it like 10 years ago or 15 years ago like when the oh. girls were young and yeah. um and they've done all this stuff and like good for them because it yeah. takes stress away from the kids yeah. yeah but it also is an opportunity to talk about like like what happens and like how to feel about it and like i'm sure God forbid nothing ever happens to them. They're good people, man. They're like they're young. Yeah. But like when it does, and if it did, like I think you would be a little bit more prepared and feel a little bit better about it that you've actually had the conversation. I didn't like we didn't talk about this stuff until like my dad was about to pass away. And like, and then like, yeah. and then it's already kind of you're at that point where like, holy shit. 
right? And then, see but then, way. but then you don't even deal about the things that after the fact, like you go to the funeral home, <clears> you pick the casket, you do this stuff. Dude, man, they've, um, <laughs> you want to hear the craziest thing? My, uh, I think it was my father-in-law got a call recently from a funeral home yeah. being like, oh, do you want to like, oh no, it's not the problem. It was my brother, my brother, my brother. Cause, cause me and my brother went and did my dad's. My brother got the call. Yeah. I got a call from the funeral home being like, hey, do you want to like pick out your casket? And so then it doesn't cause more stress to your family. So my brother's just like, dude, I'm 46, man. I'm like, leave me alone. And he like, don't call me again. But like, that was such a morbid thing. It was a little bit morbid. Yeah. But like, it was also like, holy (laughs) shit. They're trying to make revenue and money off this stuff. But like, it's also like, holy shit. But also the flip side of it is like, you have an opportunity to like discuss it with your kids and talk about it. And, And this is the thing. Um, my kid, he's five and he's always asking, like, he's like, oh, like just the, like, just the other day, man, this is like, this stuff kind of makes me sad sometimes. I made, I was making pancakes in the morning and he's like, you know, he was, um, daddy was telling me that, uh, Baba kept telling you and mom to like have a baby so he could see a baby before he like passed away and stuff. And he's like, why didn't you guys have me earlier? And I was like, man, I didn't know what to say. Like, I just kind of got choked up a bit. But like a part of me would have been like, yo, man, you might not have been you. It might have been somebody else <laughs> if you were born earlier, right? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But like, um, but like it's it's funny that he has these conversations with his grandma about yeah. like my dad yeah. because because she's not talking about it he is because he keeps you always ask like I wanted to have me and met him what was he like mm. and like it's not we're not telling him to ask these things and it's crazy like he's just got this and, and I think it's just kids nowadays they're more intellectual they're more um intuitive yeah. so much more yeah. higher emotional they're iq curious. they're curious yeah, yeah they're curious and yeah. he's like and he's goes and he like and he's always asking these questions and and a part of me i love it because he's you know he's keeping the memory of my dad alive he's always asking this stuff but a part of me sometimes like i get choked up and i'm sad because yeah, like yeah. i did i do wish that guy my dad would have loved this guy because yeah. he's such a little homie man he's got, <laughs> like he's got this such a mischievous smile and like this yeah. energy and um and so, like, and this is the thing, right? Like, so we never talk about these things. And so now he's always like, he's always like, he went the other day, he goes to me, like, this is like a week or two ago. He's like, um, you know, I hope you don't pass away before mama. I, I want you to pass away after. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm like, I'm like, dude, I'm like, dude, ain't, ain't nobody passing away right now. And I'm like, if it makes you feel better, I'll try to live longer there. I will, I'll try my best, okay? Don't say that in front of your mama. <laughs> Oh what'd you just say? <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, it's too funny. But like, yeah, he's um he's me and him are like super connected. Like and it, and it's good. I, we have this vibe. And he's yeah. always like, even though I'm the one that disciplines him, I'm the one that like will tell him off and she never yeah. does. Yeah. There's just this thing. Soft spot. It's a yeah, soft spot. Yeah. They thing. know, they know. Yeah, yeah. It's like same as my me and my dad, man. Like we like even though there's times that we never got along, there was just this vibe this connection like we were like I, like people used to like it was funny because my dad's friends would always be like like i was his shadow yeah. they'd always be like oh you know they, they, he's, your, he's your shadow to my dad yeah yeah and yeah, there's this thing right and it's yeah it's just a beauty but yeah this is the thing we don't talk about death like when's oh, a, have you guys had this conversation parents oh, no. folks never what do you no. do right? no even if no. there is a death in our, in our in our families what do we do everybody comes over nobody says a damn word Oh, or no. the crime ball. That's oh, it. Yeah, that's it's like instead of like, it. I'm not saying like, you know, death is unfortunate, but it's also inevitable. Huh? Understanding the difference, you know, if it's out of tragedy, if it's tragedy, you know, that, that's sad. You hey. know, the fact those event took place. Yeah. But also having the understanding a person who lived 100 years, mm-hmm. 90 years, mm-hmm. commemorate their lives, celebrate their lives. Yeah. Don't sit there a whole goddamn... Like, I, yeah. <laughs> no, have that. But guess what? Also have yeah. the other side of it where understand it. They had a great life. Yeah. Commemorate them. 
Right? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Why isn't that normal? Yeah. So yeah. I think, yeah, I think overall, you know, when even Mook, when I, uh, I told Mook, he had this idea of, you know, having this podcast, you know, right. and I, that's what I kind of connected with him was I want to build this environment where no matter who it is that watches, maybe one person, two person, it doesn't matter who it is, whoever watches this, they got to know, be comfortable in your own skin, mm-hmm. understand what you feel is it might be different, but you're not unwanted. Mm. And there's always people out there. Reach out. Just yeah. because you feel like you're alone, you're not alone. No. And we gotta understand that, you know, yes, there are certain expectant, uh, you know, expectancy, like, um, no expectancy, expectations. expectations. Yeah, expectations. expectations to, you know, we gotta be a certain way, we gotta be this way. But no, now we're breaking those borders and boundaries where, you know what, we can be this way. So I think it's important to build that, you know, the camaraderie in our community and have people like, you know, that have these like-mindedness of ideas of have the ability to reach out. Be like, you know what? Yeah. They might someone might resonate with yeah. Paul. You're like, yeah. you know what? It doesn't hurt to shoot him a DM yeah. and oh, yeah. whatever That's it may it. be, right? It doesn't hurt. But we don't have that ability in our community to even reach out because we're afraid of being judged. And we we're are, also afraid of rejection. And rejection. rejection. Yeah, man. Dude, dude, man, do you know how we started talking? This guy DM me to look at his resume and like he wanted to apply for a job. And like to be honest, and what I responded, I always respond oh, yeah. to other people. But yeah. if you, if you're if you're if you're you need some help or you're looking for something and like you're you're here based in Edmonton, like it's tough when you're like all over somewhere else in yeah. the world. But if you're here in Edmonton or you're Canada based and you you're looking for like a help or an understanding or mentorship yes, or anything, anything. Yeah. dude, man, I'm always willing to help people. Exactly. And like that's the thing; it's always an open door. Because to be honest with you, I only got to where I got. Because people helped me. Yep. I yeah. had mentors, people that helped me. Maybe not necessarily in the community, but like I had people that helped me. Yeah. You and if anybody like and, and like I still think I'm self-made. I think that, that doesn't doesn't diminish any of that. You yeah. but getting help is a good thing. Yeah. Because there's always yeah. another perspective. There's always an you always. create opportunities yep. by getting help. Definitely. 100 percent I, I think yeah, like especially I, I would say for myself, like I mean, I'm a huge introvert. Nice. So I don't really have that many, I would say, a big friend circle. I wouldn't go to parties and shit like that. <laughs> yeah, but I would say, but I would say like, but I think like, I, of course I have my close friends, but then of course I'm like, oh, you know what? I need to experiment with new, you know, you know, meet new people and see yeah. how they're, cause it's more, it's just, it was just a fear, right? Yeah. Even when I saw you, right? Like I saw like, damn, this guy's like working out all the time. You, I, <laughs> text him, you I was like, yo, what are you up to? He's like, yo, I'm working. I just my third workout. I'm like, damn, man. <laughs> and I'm like, shit. And then of course, like I messaged you for the job. Cause I was like, yo, I, I was like, you know what? You're hustling and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yo, this guy's doing his shit. Yeah. I was like, I got to reach out and see if yeah. there's any ways. But then it was more than that. It was just not just the job, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was like, yo, this guy has his fitness good. Yeah. And I was like, yo, the way I want to see a mentor is like health, wealth, yeah. right? H- has his family straight. And especially within our community, like we don't have that shit, dude. Like we don't have like a good, like it's rare, I would the say. Base, yeah. so. But but, but it was like people that do, but they don't, they're not maybe on social media. The social media. And, and, yeah. or, or, and or they're just not, they don't have the ability or time. Like yep. there's, a, there's a whole spectrum of it. There's people that do. Yeah. And, there, and there's some people like, to be honest with you, like this is ebbs and flows, man. Sometimes your career is up here. Yep. It, like, so Definitely. remember, remember, it's not like this. It's not like this. It's always a bit of up uh, and down, yeah. right? Yeah. Career goes that way. Wealth goes that way. And guess what? Family goes that, that way, way too, too. man. Families go that way. It's up and down. Yep. Some people don't, relationships don't last forever. Some people get divorced. Some people get yep. remarried. It happens. That's life. And like, and yep. unfortunately, like it's, it's not, there's no apples and oranges comparison. That's okay. Mm-hmm. But what it is is finding people that are are um, at a, looking to attain a common value or a goal, and like look their trajectories up. Yeah. Because yeah. I'll, I'll tell you, man, mine's been up and down, but my trajectory overall over the last decade is up. Yeah. 
and that and that's the aim, right? And and the expectation is the higher it goes up, the more I should be able to do for other people, 100%. and the more I should be able to do for my community. Yep. Because yep. if that's not the base, and if that's not the way things go, but then who are you doing it for? Yep. Yeah. You're just your kids. No, it's like a it's right? like a meaningless journey you want. Yeah, you know, to a certain extent, yeah, you might reach a certain you know financial stability or whatever yeah. it may be, right? But then if you don't have that ability, as you said, to understand the power and you know where you have gone. And you understand, you know, how, you know, blessed that is. Mm. Not everybody has that ability. Mm. Like, think about it. How many, like, what? In Canada, you make 100K, you're in the 1%. Mm. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, if you look at the U.S., yeah. it's not, like, it's way different story, it's different right? Story. But, oh, it, yeah. like, here, we, you know, we don't discuss about those things and have mm. the understanding of the blessing of the journey that we have mm. and how many people it can help around us, you know? Mm. And then, at the end of the day, that's what it is. Like, we got to create that environment for our community. And, you know, blessing to everybody that are out there. We spoke to, you know, spoke about, you know, a couple people out there. But there's so many other pages, you know, there, there is, companies. Man. I think there's opportunities to have more open, honest conversations. Like, you know, yeah. I remember being raised and growing up and you're like, oh, you shouldn't talk about your income. Or, oh, you shouldn't talk about your job. Yeah. You shouldn't talk about this. And like, and like, and like, we've created these like placebo, like notions on uh, on like karma and bad luck and not talking about certain things mm-hmm. and to be honest with you like the way people other people get ahead is by telling them man. if you tell you somebody know. like hey you can get this job and guess what it pays this much and one day you can make this much guess what you've just yeah. created like they're in their mind they're like holy shit i can do that mm-hmm. or i can go there or i can yeah. live in the city i can do this mm-hmm. and like when i was growing up nobody's doing that nobody's telling us anything I, I, you know, you're going to school and you're like, oh, you know, you get out, get out with an accounting diploma, you're going to be making like 50, 60 K and you're like, holy shit, that's a lot of money. It is. Yeah. But it's not. <laughs> it's a lot when you're living in your mom's basement. Oh yeah. <laughs> but it's not when you get like, you know what I mean? Real yeah. life hits. Yeah. So like, that's the thing. Like there, it, it was hard to find people that would have those open, honest conversations about life, about family, about relationships, about uh, careers and yeah. like, and being able to have that. And so. I, and even now, man, like I'll tell you, man, there's a lot of guys out there that are carded. They're not going to, nobody wants to dig in and be like, hey, man, my, I'm going through a tough time in my relationship or I'm having a tough time with my girlfriend yep, or my yeah. wife or my boyfriend no, or true. any of these things, right? Nobody Very wants to true. say that shit yeah. because, because they're scared. And like, yeah. and if they're like, oh man, if I expose myself, next thing you know, that this is going to like, it becomes a talking point. Yeah. And instead of being like, hey, man, if I open up my like, self to this, is like, maybe I can help grow and exactly. or somebody can help me grow, yeah. right? So I, I think the only way we move things forward in our community and, 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 and in general is just as young men is just being able to be able to be more open and honest with each other and just finding a way to be, um, I don't know, just more, more, more willing to put ourselves out there. Out there yeah. Yeah, man. yeah. And then I think that's the whole premise of this podcast. Yeah. You know, like we want this to be like a community that everybody can embrace and come and also can also debate. There's people out there be like, you know what? That certain topic, maybe you guys are not fully aware or whatever it is. There's more yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah. Guess what? We want that environment. Yeah. We want to create that environment, right? So we want people who have that ability to come out and speak and have these conversations yeah. and really, you know, help out. And that's the whole purpose of it, right? So everybody that's listening out there, you know, this is what we want. And we need more of this, you know? Yeah, yeah, we need way yeah. more of this because we're not even close to even touching the surface there's so right? many more topics so, so many more many, things we can talk yeah. about um and and i think there's an opportunity for us to like really progress this and and, and hopefully people like this and people can listen yep. and, and maybe there's an opportunity we'll, we'll get things coming in from people to make things better better yeah and uh and better maybe conversation topics or points that people want to discuss or want to hear our topics or thoughts yep. on definitely and i think this is an opportunity to do that and and i, I just don't think 
um, in, in in Western Canada that we've we've got platforms like this that exist right now. Yeah. There's there's other podcasts out there that do certain things or cover certain topics, business related or whatnot, or, or like a culture or related yeah. or stuff or whatnot. But but they're very much more professional. Like I think I think we're trying to be a little bit more. Um, relatable, relatable, and also unplugged, man. Like I think, yep. like I think we should be able to have some of the tough conversations, yeah, and, and expose some things, and, and just and talk about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. open platform, right? Like so, yeah. so um, you know, I think this, this is a good starting point. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think we hit it off. Yeah, no, no, no. Hopefully, yeah. next so, episode we have a name. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And you then you know, yeah, you want people yeah, to come along yeah. the journey. The, the two bugs and Paul. Yeah, yeah. So you know, yeah, we're excited for the journey. We'll have everybody to come along, and then. We're going to learn as you guys, you know, learn to go on this process. And uh, yeah, it's a beautiful one. Yeah.